This is what you want. This is what you get. This is what you want. This is what you get. Greetings from the humongous. The Lord humongous. The warrior of the wasteland. The Ayatollah of Rocket Roller. 800 million people living in the ruin of the old world. people. Soil and green is made out of people. Listen on. This is the truth of it. Fighting leads to killing. And killing gets to warring. And that was damn near the death of us all. Look at us now. Busted up and everyone talking about hard rain. Ladies and gentlemen, Boys and girls, dying times here. Fifty-two, eleven hours, fifteen minutes to doomsday. Okay, babe. So after last week's little online shopping debacle, uh, I can see that we've had a delivery. Correct. The transdimensional UPS creature attempted to ding dong dash earlier today, but I hit him with a taser and got the court bots to search the truck to get it for you. Are we gonna open it? I have scanned the contents across multiple wavelengths, and I believe it is safe. However, we may need to wait until the scheduled incoming time harpoon transmission is complete. What? What do you, what do you mean we've got an incoming transmission? You made a number of calls during your more incoherent moments after Duncan left to tell people about what you had purchased. Once you were done, you demanded that I bring the people you had called here so you can show them in person. No, no, I didn't. Yes, yes you did. I did. Oh, so you're telling me that I made a bunch of drunk calls and I was bragging about... Relics from the Tomb of Dracula. Oh god, I really hope there's some good stuff in here. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, 0. going what the i'm back here again yeah did uh, you not want to be here it's just a surprise when it happens is all i mean here uh, while we're here it's nice to see you yeah um now apparently um i may need to apologize i understand i, I made some phone calls well sort of I don't know what you call them, drunk interstellar communications with a number of people. Uh, obviously, you were one of them. Yeah, I uh, I changed the number and everything. I don't know how you got it, but I uh, guess it's, um, Duncan. Well, okay. Uh, Duncan may have left his his little black book here when he burnt my chair the other week. Um, but yeah, so it was, it was Duncan. All right, we're just, I'm just going to blame Duncan. 
Yeah, uh, well, out of curiosity, if you found his black book, how many stars do I have? Look, uh, I'm not going to lie. You get a three and a half, but it does say for a good time. Mm. Eh, I, that's fair. I'm about a three and a half star good time. I'll take the hit on that. Yeah, um, there, there is a, an asterisk that I had to look up in the back that says ask for the Brimley. So, oh, jeez. All right, hang on. Let me get the hat and mustache. One of the things I've learned to do, kind of loosen up. What you guys do, you know, in your own time is 100% up to you. Um, uh, apparently, uh, I think uh, I called you to come and have a look at my stuff from the Tomb of Dracula. Oh, like coffins and candelabras and shit? Well, more like coffee mugs and mouse pads. Oh, wow. Um, I, I did get some DVDs. Oh, all right. What's uh, what's Dracula into watching these days? Look, I've got to be honest. He's a bit of a narcissist. Um, th- there's a lot of titles in here that are just of Dracula. Um, for- fortunately, there's not Bathing Suit of Dracula or um, Keys in the Bowl of Dracula. Uh, you know, I I might be into a movie called Eyes Wide Dracula now that you say it. Um, look, I can't give you Eyes Wide Dracula. I can give you Daughter of Dracula. Oh, the Jess Franco semi-lesbian mm. film <laughs> not too far from eyes wide dracula i reckon what do you say uh so close and yet so far i would argue but sure i've seen that movie <laughs> all right let's put it on Ancré sur un rocher face à la mer le château de karlstein semble défier les éléments qui viennent mourir sur ses pierres cette imposante demeure fut habité par un sinistre personnage, célèbre par ses crimes, le comte Dracula. Cet homme fit régner la terreur dans tout le comté pendant des années. Aujourd'hui, le souvenir de ses horreurs s'est estompé dans la nuit des temps et a rejoint la légende. Right now, the screen is full of 70s bush. Cover details. Uh, as mentioned earlier, this is of course 1972's Daughter of Dracula. Runtime of one hour and twenty-seven minutes. IMDb have it down as a young woman visits her gravely ill grandmother at the family estate. On her deathbed, the old woman reveals to her granddaughter the family curse. They're all vampires. The young woman decides to move into the estate with her uncle and her cousin, and soon finds herself falling victim to the curse. 
As Bo mentioned, this was directed by Jess Franco, best known for being a massive pervert and incredibly prolific in European erotic horror, or really just lesbian porn. Um, it did star Carmen Yazaldi as Louisa Karlstein, apparently she appeared as Britt Nichols, best known for Dracula, Prisoner of Frankenstein, this movie of course, and A Virgin Amongst the Living Dead. And Libet as Karina, best known for also a virgin amongst the living dead. Does that make two versions amongst the living dead? The erotic rites of Frankenstein and a few other special videos. Alberto Dalbez as Inspector Pashunko. He appeared as Alberto Dalbez, best known for the tender and perverse Emmanuel, the erotic rites of Frankenstein, and Dracula, prisoner of Frankenstein. So clearly, they all knew each other, which made the lesbianism that much easier. This movie was also released as Dracula's Daughter and La Fille de Dracula. First impressions. Dramatic music is dramatic. La Fille de Dracula is objectively a better title than Daughter of Dracula or Dracula's Daughter, even if it is just the French version of both of those things. It does sound a little sexy, I've got to be honest. Yeah, I... It, it captures the, the erotic spirit of the film. Now, Karlstein sounds quite a lot like Karnstein. Jesus not really working that hard to think up new names. Well, Karnstein is to Karlstein as Frankenstein is to Frankenstein. Frankenstein. It's pronounced Frankenstein. It's the young Frankenstein paradox. Of course. As long as they don't have a Frabua. <laughs> This movie could use a Frau Blucher. <laughs> it could. Every movie could use a Frau Blucher. It makes everything better. You're right. It does. Everything's better with Frau Blucher. I think, I think that would be a great advertisement if they had Frau Blucher coffee. Everything's better <laughs> with Frau Blucher. Frau Blucher. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want that now. I want it very much. Um, Dracula has a very nice beachside castle, which is a little ironic when you think about it. You know this is a Franco film, because scene one is someone just taking their clothes off. Yeah. And you know it's classy, because there's topless day drinking. Yeah, I, it occurs to me here, this is kind of a gay panic movie, right? At heart? Okay, gay panic. All right, I'll be, I'll, I'll be honest. I was mesmerized by boobs. Didn't really think past that. Because um, Jess, um, you know, taught me in this movie that the best way to prepare yourself for a bath is to take off your top, have a cigarette, have a drink, walk around in your pants, foot, then run the bath, then just eventually get undressed. But leave your boots until last because that's extra sexy. You know, one, one thing I enjoy about this scene is seeing 70s Bush 
is like seeing old satellite images of a pre-deforested rainforest where you can just appreciate the depth and breadth of the foliage. Yeah, and it's got small men trapped inside. <laughs> yeah, there are tribes there, sure. Completely un- undiscovered. Um, one of the other things that I, I, I did uh, did get out of this scene is that uh, boobs apparently take a lot of washing. Boobies! They get so dirty under all that nylon. They they do. It's very it's it's sweat, you know. And you know when you've really only got, I think the the bathing equivalent of a horse bath. Um, you've got to splash as much onto them to make sure they get extra wet. I'm surprised he didn't have them bathe in baby oil. Maybe scrape it off Roman gladiator style. See now, now I've gone to that place now, and I don't want to think about that anymore. With the uncomfortable thing about oiled up gladiators. Oh my. Yep. See, this is why you're out here. Yeah, that, that is. That's why I live alone. Well, that smell. Now, the only other thing that comes to mind is that that woman screamed so loud, she scared the seagulls off the beach. Yeah, fortunately, when they find her later, for a half second, I thought this might just turn into Twin Peaks again. And sadly, it did not. <laughs> What I learned watching this movie, deathbed confessions are the best confessions. For all the boobs, this movie is kind of boring. Yeah, I'll admit that, but I mean, look, you know, there are some surprises like, I'm dying, but by the way, we're descended from vampires. (laughs) I like that uh, we have a creepy husband named Jefferson strolling through this movie, who is the absolute worst Van Helsing of any Dracula movie in history, just popping up to say creepy shit to people, including at crime scenes. Randomly. So I actually, I I looked at him and went, he's like a beatnik Van Helsing. If he'd had a little bongo set, that would have done it for me. Right. If if he had tried to cure someone with crystals at some point, it would not have been a shocker. I think a cigarette holder and possibly a beret, and that just would have cinched the whole. One of the other things that I, I liked was that there was plenty of light music breaks. Any of the music in this film could be the background music to the description of the the showcase showdown during Price is Right. Not to be confused with any other music like... You know what's really sad about that whole, whole thing just then? Is that I was actually doing the hand movement. I, dancing, I don't think dancing, dancing, yeah dancing you can't dance. you can't not you, you can't not you, you just have to and, and speaking of that I'm not sure who was more surprised Dracula or Louisa yeah Dracula looks like someone has perpetually told him that his car just got towed in this movie but he can't leave no that's the curse no. <laughs> the curse is yeah look we stole all of your stuff but you've got to stay here in this box all these tickets <laughs> they're charging me an impound fee too in my day, they didn't put a boot on the wheel. They just took the wheels off the cart. Yeah, apparently, Dracula's Jewish. Um, <laughs> what happened there? I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to everyone that that's offended. Um, and now for your entertainment, a woman rolling around on the floor in her underwear. She's a pornographer's dream. You know, once Louisa tells you that she's plucked a bird's eyes out with a needle, 
My initial response is not to then kiss that woman's hand. We clearly don't know where it's been. Yeah, I, I thought that was a very special kind of flirting. I, I think when you, you know, when you, you meet up with an old friend and, you know, they were apparently old friends, that, that's not the first thing you go to. Remember that time we maimed an animal? It was great. Yeah, remember how uh, we found that dead dog in the woods covered with beetles? That made me horny too. People do learn to live with this. On the plus side, Louisa and Karina really were the best of friends with benefits. But they don't so much kiss as just move their lips together like maybe two Muppets. <laughs> yes, um, Muppets with very active tongues. This is what it would look like if H.G. Lewis directed porn. I am Montag, master of illusion. Your eyes may see, but your mind may refuse to believe. Permit me to show you a few of the tricks I perform. Although, I'm pretty sure that 70s bush is really good for exfoliating the skin on you. Sure, I imagine. One could only think. Yeah, it's a like using a Brillo pad for a bath sponge. Yeah, you know, sometimes there's just those hard-to-get-to places that you just want to scrub right in there. And uh, on the plus side, it's self-lubricating. <laughs> well done. <laughs> Speaking of uh, smooth services, the statue's naked butt gets almost as much screen time as some of the actors in this movie. Yeah, I, it it is a uh, the Legend of Hell House level of women stroking statuary. Ah, uh, yes. I think if you're going to be a mysterious peeping Tom killer, you should have a pimp cake. Oh, 100%. Yeah, I, I think it's handed out as soon as you sign up, do the paperwork downtown for being <laughs> a peeping Tom. But... <laughs> One thing I appreciate about Jess Franco is he doesn't worry about conventional understanding of characters or motivation or location. It's just all a bunch of people and stuff that happens at places that maybe you don't know where they are. But they appear to be interlinked. I've noticed that, that everywhere, everything is interlinked. And if there needs to be a transition, we just do a really extreme close-up. <laughs> right. Eyes, vaginas, whatever is handy. Yes. And on that note, I think we should say, and extreme close-up on vampire teeth. Oh, absolutely. You get it early on. Uh, it would be great if the movie ever paid that off with anything cool, but I guess it's all right to just have close-ups of vampire teeth here and there. Yeah, I, I, look, I think it's a reminder that it's not just about lesbians. <laughs> yeah, every, every 10 minutes or so, you need that reminder. Dracula in this movie looks like Martin Landau after a particularly bad brunch. A little bloated, a touch red-eyed, and, and just uncomfortable. Uh-huh. Just, I, mm. oh, I shouldn't have eaten all that. <laughs> it was too oh, is much. It, is it gas or am I having a heart attack? Those mimosas go to my head. Fuck you! Karloff does not deserve to smell my shit. That limey cocksucker can rot in hell for all I care. <laughs> and now for something completely different. Did you ever see a film at such a young age it left you traumatized with cinematic wounds? Oh, necrophilia. Oh, oh, oh. It's a dead issue, man. Don't, don't push it. 
Cinema PsyOps is a weekly podcast documenting an ongoing experiment on the mind of an unwilling test subject. No one should have to watch this movie. Oh, no one should have to watch this. No one should have to watch this movie. Surprisingly, it's not a topic that a lot of people really want to tackle. I'm shocked, Prudes. I know, really. Right? It's the next sexual frontier that no one wants to explore. I am, in the most sincerest of senses, disappointed in you. It takes a powerful goddess like Connie, jam her arm down the monster's throat and kill it. Oh, I'm still tripping out over that. Even as a kid, I was like, I gotta find a girl like that. Every week, I, I get a new look of disappointment that I never thought I could get it's out of here. unimaginable. At 12 years old, you should not be watching this movie. Obviously. At 13, you should not be. 14, you shouldn't be. I'm not entirely sure even 17-year-olds should be watching this movie. Just because you're offended by something doesn't mean that you have the right to demand that it doesn't exist. Watching this film again, I had all of this like little nerd glee with everything that kept Little history up. doll yeah, popping up absolutely. at you. So I totally loved this film. Hey, I know why you you know, couldn't see that. It's because your brain's warped from watching this shit at 12 years old. Yeah, this is this is a rough movie. I told you ahead of time when we were getting ready to do it that it was How did you watch movie. this shit at 12? Because physical wounds heal, cinematic ones don't. Listen to Cinema Psyops. That, that leads quite conveniently to questions I ask myself after watching this movie. Is, is watching old women die some kind of European pastime? My largest question was, what happened? I mean, I can piece it together, but no thanks to Franco. Look, I think if you if you watched watched parts of it and then like forgot about other parts and then kind of just focused on the policeman, you might have got something out of it. I'm not sure. Um, I'm pretty because there were things that happened, like you know, the Laura Palmer on the beach, where I, I, there was no dialogue, but I'm fairly sure it went along the lines of, "Hey, I found a dead naked chick. Want to poke it with a stick?" <laughs> I don't think any of these vampires follow the same rules as other vampires in popular movies, by which I mean do stuff ever. But are they doing it through their minions? You know, like through, he, he's so powerful that he just has to go, and they run around and go, oh, I better bite somebody. Because that's what, that's what I got from it. Yeah, I still am unclear whether he bit Louisa or just awakened the vampire within her. There's no way to tell. I've, I'm inventing fan fiction to explain a movie that ought to explain itself. And does this mean that Dracula's actually a closet lesbian? I certainly believe Jess Franco is. <laughs> Amongst other things. So how bored do you have to be to give up on reading a magazine and start reading one? That's a dark place. I mean, we've all been in the hotel room, you know, and just got, uh, look, I can only rip the lid off it so many times, you know, and, and fall back to what's in the in the drawer, but eh, I don't know. Yeah, I'd still rather reread the back of that travel-size shampoo bottle than get into Deuteronomy. But maybe some of the old school stuff, you know, a bit of smiting. That's always good for a while. <laughs> I like that Charlie, our reporter with the Willy Wonka hair, when he shows up at uh, Louisa and uh, Karina's joint, I assume, I don't know where the fuck Karina lives, to be fair. And uh, Kareen shows him even the slightest bit of flirtation. She gets a smack in the chops from Louisa uh, for her trouble. I think yeah. Louisa is basically a low-level mobster at this point. Well, see, that confirms the fact that it's the pimp cane. She's actually possessed by a vampire pimp cane. Damn! <laughs> the power of pimp compels you. <laughs> Speaking of that, have you ever seen a you know police lineup or someone giving a description where they've gone, look, I can't remember what the guy looked like that attacked me, but I can tell you every single detail about his pimp cane. 
that apparently it's made of rare African wood and um, you know it, it, I've never seen the like of it uh, but I can tell you every inch of it it's got faces on it and everything else but the guy that was carrying it no idea only three times <laughs> it's gonna happen it, I mean look it, is, it was a pretty cool pimp game gotta be honest honestly given who was wielding it that's what I would remember too True, true. Um, she didn't take her boobs out. And that's what would have been the giveaway if she'd just gone, <laughs> boobies! See, she could have stunned him and uh-huh. then hit him with the pimp cake. Yep. Stunned him with the boobs, hit him with the pimp cake. Instead, she had to dress up like Alec Baldwin from The Shadow. Well, only The Shadow knows. So, Anna's servant in this movie, uh, who, by the way, is the most Teutonic woman to ever appear in film. Eins, five, Polizei, drei, vier, Grenadier, fünf, sechs, alte Keks, sieben, acht, gute Nacht. Eins, five, Polizei, drei, vier, Grenadier, fünf, sechs, alte Keks, sieben, acht, gute Nacht. Eins, five, Polizei, drei leaves for the evening to go listen to jazz flute and if this movie has any morality at all it rightfully kills her even to a guy like me that's cold if she went to the same same pub that they're all going into which apparently has raw onions as a bar snack um she deserves to die a hundred percent she does she is acting in immoral be in an immoral manner just jazz flute next thing you know it just leads to i don't know five-minute lesbian scene nipple plumps it yes speaking of lesbian scenes why does the music change so dramatically during the louisa corinne scene it it goes from what one presumes to be tender lovemaking music to music that i would more closely associate with a chase scene that mm. seems to reach some sort of crescendo at a nipple lick yes i, I could only think that it was there to put you off your stroke <laughs> Add to the degree of difficulty in landing that one. Okay. Yeah, I, I think that's what it was. It was just, and, and and really, let's just square this out by saying, is five minutes too long for a lesbian scene in a non-porn movie? Is it really a porn movie? It's just naked people wiggling on each other. Porn is different from sex in real life. Let's find out how. Yes. But, you know, depending on, it's certainly Italian film, that's practically kids' TV. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Let's just say I've seen my share of lesbian scenes and I know how long they run. Look, I've seen blue as the warmest color. I'm practically an expert. As much as an expert as a, a white middle-aged guy can be about lesbian. Right. Complete expert. <laughs> That's what I said. I want to know what love is. I want you. that probably leads us to our final thoughts this has to be the laziest dracula ever you know anna has the hot gaze of your average dominatrix and i was uh i was scared that explains more about why she managed to turn into a rubber bat there was that midpoint between dominatrix and fetish mystery so there's when they killed the vampires there's a stake and then they burn Louisa and I guess Louisa was the main character or maybe it was Anna definitely not Carlstein maybe Corrine ah uh, who knows well, see what we learned about Carlstein is that despite the he's got snow on the roof he's still got uh, wood in the barn if you know what I'm saying he was uh, sticking it to the to the barmaid I was quite impressed by that 
I, <laughs> yeah, that that's a, a real December January romance. If ever I saw one, <laughs> Louisa really. She did, you know, her and Karina were apparently friends forever and everything else. But in the end, she just went, you know, I'm a touch hungry. And she just, she ate it. Yeah. At the end of the day, I, like in a different world, this would be a movie about how the temptation of darkness has fatal consequences. Unfortunately, mm. uh, for us uh, as viewers, Jess Franco doesn't care about any of that stuff. So instead, mm. it's just an awkward lesbian sex scene that ends in her theoretically killing her friend Louisa and then kind of credits like I, I realized that watching this movie that all of this was happening with about four minutes less than left in the film and that didn't seem right to me well see I knew the film was nearly over because after Karina died there was an incredible close-up of her pubes and I went ah see that's how you close out a movie close-up of, of lesbian pubes oh, and by the way we killed dracula by putting a stake through his brain yeah well he was a zombie dracula clearly uh, yeah well, that would explain the look he had on his face right the martin landau oh <laughs> those bloody marys had a little too much vodka for 10 a.m <laughs> not so much salt next time a celery stick what am i supposed to do with this and I think we're done. <laughs> so uh, soon. <laughs> yeah, I know. It, it's shocking. <laughs> really, we've, we've, we've managed to wrap this up so very, very quickly. Hey Please don't bother to ask me what I thought of this movie, I turned all my monitors off 5 minutes after it started. I hope you both get moronic Italian porn induced brain damage for watching the whole thing. So, look, th thanks for coming back Bo, uh, it was it was nice that you could, you could spend some time and watch this quality piece of entertainment with me. Yeah, there, there's nothing uh, less awkward than watching softcore pornography with, <laughs> with acquaintances. Absolutely. You know, and strange acquaintances in a place where you're not sure really what to touch. Oh, yeah. I, I've tried. I've been hovering over this chair for some time, and my hams are killing me. That shows real squat strength, and look, I'm impressed. For your trouble, why not have a key ring of Dracula? Oh, cool. It's got a little bat and everything. I've been listening to Witch vs. the Doomsday Clock, a proud member of the Legion Podcast Network. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, SoundCloud, TuneIn, and on your Android device. Come join the rest of the Meat Popsicles in our Facebook group, facebook.com slash groups slash witch versus the doomsday clock. The replicant known as witch can be found on Twitter, Facebook, Tumblr, and Instagram by searching for T-H-E-W-Y-C-H. Now, in the words of Lord Humongous, Just walk away, and there will be an end to the horror. Big thanks to my fellow podcasters for their support. Rock on, my brothers.